What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, meat eaters. If you haven't heard of Kickaboo Shop, it's time to listen up. Kickaboo Shop is a family-owned and operated Canadian business that produces an amazing line of sauces and spices. Whether your meat comes from the farm or out in the woods, Kickaboo enhances the taste without overwhelming the natural flavors of your meat. Right now, you can buy a sampler pack with their three signature seasonings, onion garlic, spicy Italian, and jalapeno heat for only $20 free shipping in Canada. Also, don't forget to check out their marinade, their meat juice. Absolutely amazing. You can head over to their website at kickabooshop.com, K-I-K-A-B-O-O-S-H-O-P.com. Also, check out their social media. They have a lot of recipes on their website and social media. It's definitely worth going over. If you want 10% off, type in Kick It nbo at checkout for your 10 percent off that's k-i-k-a-n-b-o one of the most frustrating things i deal with is having to keep an eye on my sunglasses i always have them either on the top of my hat back of my neck hanging on my shirt i always usually end up losing them or crushing them so now we've been sponsored with cables canada and i just want to tell you guys about this product other eye retainers that hang on your neck soak up sweat get dirty stink and even free Cables are very unique in the way that they do not lie on your neck, distract you, or irritate your skin, which to me is just irritating when you have something hanging back there the entire day. It's made of surgical-grade steel cable, industrial-strength rubber, and other quality components. Cables are designed for all lifestyles, from the most laid-back to ultra-extreme. What's awesome about cables, in the sense that they don't hang on the back of your neck, is you can also tighten them. So when you're boating or quadding or uh, even just going through some thick brush, you can tighten to the back of your head so your glasses won't loosen up or won't fall off your head, which is just one of the best things about them. Um, I usually don't talk about products that I don't use or I don't like. This is one of them that I absolutely love. So head over to cables.ca. That's C-A-B-L-Z dot C-A. Hey, guys. I know it's been a little while, but um, we're back. So... Last podcast was, um, yeah, we did broadheads, and that was shortly after the moose hunt. And now I am on my way to go deer hunting, going whitetail deer hunting. And uh, I'm going to meet up with Nick, who is our bear guide from Waterfalls Lodge. And I'm riding solo all alone on this trip, so I got the trailer hooked up, and I'm on my way. So uh, let's start this podcast.
Joe's Outfitting Podcast. It doesn't get any better than this. Meet the freezer. <laughs> so we're on our way. I'm hooked up. I got the quad in the back and uh, I got my gear. I got the 3030 dialed in this morning. And I'm on my way whitetail hunting. Um, been talking with Nick for a little while, ever since uh, the bear hunt. And he's been getting some stuff ready for the deer hunt. He's got some, uh, I don't know if he's got the trail cameras out, but he's been out and about with some, a uh, little bit of bait here and there just to kind of get some stuff moving around his property. And he has some bucks moving, and there's a lot of deer moving, especially now with this cold snap that we've gotten uh, the past couple days and um, the amount of snow that we've got. Uh, there's a good amount of deer moving around. So I'm excited to get out there and try my luck and hopefully bring home a deer because uh, I've been hurting for deer or not just deer but wild meat the only wild meat i've gotten this year is from roadkill uh i got a bear in the early year and and a moose on the way home from the moose hunt that you guys heard on the podcast i got a moose quarter from that but um yeah kind of kind of been a crappy year uh with the just haven't been able to get out as much as i usually do and hoping this deer hunt is going to help that out um i got this one this week and then i work for a week and then i'm out um, to the island to our lease to hopefully get a deer over there so hopefully we can fill up the freezer at the end of this year um, gonna try to do some wolf hunting too uh, this year again and hopefully get a few of those because um, I'm definitely going to be cooking them up so whether it's uh, try some steaks and if they're absolutely terrible then we'll grind them into uh, in a hamburger and make sausages out of them and uh, I'll slap some kickaboo spice on that and kickaboo make anything taste good so pretty excited um so since the last podcast hasn't been a lot happening just work um i actually got that moose quarter processed i had it hanging for about a week um just because i wanted to get whatever kind of uh just to kind of get all the blood and everything just kind of let it let it hang and cure and kind of stuff like that and not cure but um just kind of age a bit and uh cut it up i cut a you know did a really good job cutting the little cubes i went and bought uh, 10 pounds of uh, fatty pork shoulder and uh, ground it all up and i ended up getting about 30 a little over 30 pounds of meat from that one front shoulder um that wasn't all busted up and uh so and i'm making about 40 pounds of sausage i was kind of excited because i've i was talking with ray from kickaboo and i've been wanting to make sausages for a while and that roadkill bear that I got, I cut up, and that was the game plan, was to turn that into sausage. Um, but I just never got around to doing it. I have it all cubed up and frozen in a big uh, in a big bag that I made with the vacuum sealers. And I was just, just waiting for the opportunity, and I, it just never, I just was busy with other stuff. And, you know, here and there, it was just kind of rough to go on anyway. So when I got this moose shoulder, I was like, okay, I'm definitely turning this into sausage and um especially because laura and i when we're cooking and stuff at home we really prefer the bear burger um for whatever we're using burger for whether it's um, pastas or hamburgers or whatever because the bear the bear meat's so um it's got a lot of fat in it already it's very similar to like a beef right so you don't have to worry about it drying up on you because like myself it doesn't really bother me whether i'm using deer hamburger moose hamburger or whatever um, but some other people, if we have them over, they find, you know, they, they don't like the taste. Sometimes it, it feels dry to them, but 
So we're going to keep the bear, just turn it into burger for ourselves, and um, that way there we can use that for cooking, and then this moose was just a perfect opportunity to start using the kickaboo spices. So uh, the first batch, I wanted to make 20 pounds of just the onion garlic, and uh, oh, it turned out great. I went to our butcher, sh- I went to our uh, local grocery store, um, and and I, I know the owner there. I was talking with him a bit, couple, like throughout a couple of years, um, and uh, he used to do a lot of butchering and stuff. So I was looking at the grocery store, and they didn't really have any sausage casing. So he ended up giving me some from the butcher shop, and uh, gave me a good amount and beautiful casings. Soaked them up in water. I have a nice electric meat grinder that I use. I used to do it by hand when we were kids with mom and dad, and and we'd do like a hundred pounds or two hundred pounds of meat, and just it was a ridiculous time hand grinding and hand stuffing sausages with a hand grinder. Like it, it really sucks. So first opportunity when I started getting into processing wild meat, I bought a good electric grinder, and it works awesome for stuffing sausages. So we ended up mixing it. I brought a friend over and uh, who had never done it before, and brought him over and we used two packs of the onion garlic we did uh yeah two packs i'm pretty sure ray said it was 10 pounds for one pack did 10 pounds of meat and um so i did two packs of the onion garlic and we mixed it in really good and like really really like tossed it all over and mixed it good i took three pinches from all over the like i could just press it flat along the table spread it right out and then you take three pinches from like opposite ends put it into one patty and then fry it on uh in the in the frying pan so i did that and oh my was it it was perfect like there wasn't even like there wasn't even a hint of any thought that we needed to add another ingredient it was already perfect so it was like beauty so we we you know we got that big ball of meat going and we started making sausages and it was it was a lot of fun if if you guys have never done that even if you guys don't process your own meat i definitely highly recommend for you guys to make your own sausages whether you use the dry casings or um like the the intestine ones that i was using there the the actual sausage casings that you have to soak in water um whichever ones you decide to use I definitely recommend it. It's a lot of fun to do with friends. Uh, you get a good group of guys over, and you guys, whether you, you know, grind up all the meat together and grind up your pork and mix it, and, you know, as you're making sausages, there's a lot of dirty jokes that are made, stuffing sausages, and um, it's just a good time, you know, to have a few beers with, with some friends and, you know, just make a bunch of sausages, and when you're done, you guys pack them all up together, and, and you know, you kind of divide them amongst each other. Uh, usually, we usually do this with, like, leftover meat, like, when it comes, you know, the next hunting season and we have some burger or some old steaks or something that have been in there for a year or two then you know you everybody just kind of brings their old meat together and then you, you do it with that but i was happy i had this moose shoulder so the first day i brought over my friend jeff and he helped me and uh, we made we made uh like 11 12 packs of sausages and we did about six sa- six sausages per pack of just the onion garlic and then the next day i brought over my friend louis and um he came over and then we did um we did a batch of the italian spice spicy italian and um oh that was that was another one same thing we we except this was only we only did 10 pounds of this one we only did the one pack um and because these are the ones we're keeping we're not giving these ones away the onion garlic i those i wanted 20 pounds so i didn't give some away and then if people didn't like the spice then it's not a big deal but the spicy ones i was keeping for myself so i did so we did the spicy italian um and we made 10 pounds of that and we mixed it up and did the same three pinch turn into a patty fried it in the pan and it was phenomenal again like it was just perfect 
So we stuffed it into the casings, and then uh, Laura, I asked her to go to a grocery store. She ended up going to a different grocery store, and the same thing happened. There's no sausage casings, but the guy was nice from the butcher and sold her um, some sausage casings from her, from his kitchen, from his butcher. And um, the only thing is it was, we, we obviously we didn't notice at the time, but when we put it in, tried putting it on the same, um, like the funnel there, like the, for the sausage casings, the, the um, on the grinder it wouldn't fit so we had to go down to like a smaller one like a pepperette size and these things are like the size so- the casings were about as wide as like breakfast sausages so it kind of sucked but our next batch the we end up doing so i will i wanted to do a full batch of the jalapeno um spice from kickaboo laura was kind of nervous about it because she's seen how many like jalapeno seeds were in the spice so she thought it was gonna be way too hot for us and so what we ended up doing is we did like half a pack of jalapeno and then like for the 10 pounds of meat but as soon as we did the three pinch we could tell that you know because we used half the pack it definitely wasn't as flavorful but it had a good kick to it so then we came up with the idea that we do half a pack of jalapeno and half a pack of onion garlic and we mix those two together and oh my it was phenomenal so it was and it's it's crazy because it's not like and it's not anywhere near like the italian spice like you could definitely tell like the huge difference between the two and the type of spice the italian spice is like a quick smacks you in the face where the jalapeno spice is like it tastes really good and flavorful and then it slowly get heats up and gets hotter and hotter and hotter and then it bites you so we're kind of having doing that but all of our jalapeno onion garlic um sausages are like you know six seven inch long breakfast sausages so it'll probably be like two sausages per bun but um we had a lot of fun uh louie and i getting getting through that and, and having to work with the smaller casings there it was kind of uh it was hard because you had to they were really they broke really easy and it was kind of a pain in the butt but we got her done so we ended up getting yeah about a little over 40 pounds of sausage from the moose with the mix with the pork and they turned out great i ended up giving a few packs away well i gave some to to jeff when he came over to help and then i gave some to louis for him and uh, his girlfriend lisa and uh, then i gave a few i had some guys at work that have been bugging me for a while so i gave them a pack and gave one of my bosses a pack and everyone that have tried them have said they're phenomenal and one of the guys specifically told me that he's happy I'm not one of those guys that throws a ton of salt in there and kind of ruins the sausage. And I, I just straight up told him, like, I didn't do anything but open a package and throw it in. Like, that's how good Kickaboo is. And for anybody, like I said, you guys should definitely get some friends together, order some Kickaboo, um, not just because they sponsor us, because we definitely fell in love with Kickaboo before we even talked about working with them or anything like that. Like, Kickaboo is just a phenomenal... Everything they've made that we've tried has been absolutely phenomenal and i'm really looking forward to making a lot more things because you can do like an, a number like there's there's no limit to what you can do um with the small amount of products that they have right now and they're continuing to kind of they're, they're continuing to try to come up with new stuff so i'm really looking forward to it um yeah definitely check them out and if you want our discount code they're kika nbo k-i-k-a-n-b-o at checkout um for 10 percent off and uh, you, that it doesn't sound like a lot off, but their their stuff isn't that expensive to start with. Plus, if you're already in Canada, ordering from them is is they're in Canada, so it's not going to cost you very much. With that 10% off, it actually makes a big difference for you guys. It'll definitely um, definitely at least try it out. You have to at least try it out once. It's it's worth it. So 
that's pretty much all I've been doing since the last hunt um, is sausage and work. So on my way up to go see Nick, he was our bear guide from Waterfalls Lodge. Um, he's, he was he was talking when he was on our podcast last about how he wanted to kind of start doing some guiding for um, either bear or deer and stuff like that on his own and even possibly do some winter ice fishing uh, like guided trips and stuff. So I offered it to him. I said, well, if you have some deer and um i have some time i'll come up and i'll film it for you and we'll you know we'll do some more podcasts we'll get the word out there we'll get your name and number out and uh get people familiar with you and and hopefully get people to come and 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 you know hire you as a guide to to either get them a white tail or whatever so he said he's got deer moving around and uh, i'm kind of joining his his little family hunt 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 group right now he's got a few of them uh out there that are that we're all going to go out hunting um i guess his dad seen a doe uh, i think last night or a couple days ago or something like that moving around um so they are moving uh, all i have is a buck tag i think that's all the majority of us have there might be one guy in the group that has a doe tag um but yeah i'm really excited to get up there see nick again and hopefully fill the freezer because uh i really want to try some more kickaboo on that um, this year, I'm just using um, like third, my 3030. Uh, where I'm hunting on the island in the next couple weeks is a really small area. Um, I, the longest shot I probably have is 30 yards. Yeah, it'd, it'd be a perfect bow spot. Um, I'd have to trim out some of the stuff, but it'd be a, it'd be a nice bow area. And so I'm gonna whip out the 3030, and then same with uh, Nick's place. Um, I'm pretty sure he said most of the shots are like 20, 30 yards. Um, there might be a f- little bit longer shots in a few areas, but the most common shot is that. So I don't really want to bust out the 300 just for that. Um, and I really want to get into the, get my 30-30 out again. It's been a while since I've actually shot a deer with her. It's been uh, three years now, I think, three or four years. So, And I switched ammunition. Um, I actually put it down because the last time I shot, I had a beautiful buck. It was... Um, I want to say it was a 10 it was hard to, it was a, it was either a nine or a 10 um point buck nice big big wide rack and it was, i took a shot about 30 yards away and um i guess i just grazed it but the ammunition i was using was the it was the expanding tips like the hollow points that don't actually have like the plastic or anything in them and i used them with the other rifles and it worked really well on like making a huge wound channel but it, it like the the bullet as soon as it hits even sometimes before it it'll um it'll it'll open right up and it'll it'll like it'll like almost like pellets it'll just blow apart so you'll have chunks of bullets all over the place of the lead inside and um when i first started using i wasn't really aware of it and um i think that's what ended up happening with my deer i don't know if my bullet clipped a branch because there was branches in, in the direction of the deer and I don't know if it just opened up and just kind of split and only like a little chunk of lead hit my deer because there was blood on the ground and there was just a little bit of blood. It wasn't a lot of blood. And just the way my deer fell, it looked like a good hit, but I think it was more just the impact of this bullet blowing up in front of him because I even brought in hounds and the, we followed the trail for a long, long time to the point where there was no way this deer had a vital shot um, and we were literally at the point where we were following a walking deer um, that was just living the rest of its life with a little chunk of lead in its neck kind of thing. So um, so after that, I was kind of really discouraged. And um, 
and I've had some other shots with it that I when I tried that ammunition where it's with a 30-30 I had one other shot where I shot a deer and it didn't really go through um same thing it kind of broke up inside so like the deer was was it was a, a really good shot on the deer but it was hard to, to track because of like I had uh, like either a piece of uh like lung or something that kind of blocked the the hole and it was just like the the bleeding kind of slowed up and it took a while and then when I got there there's a lot of blood where the deer laid, laid down but between me and where the deer laid down it was hard tracking just because there's a lot like there's only a few little drops and stuff except for the initial hit um so i kind of wanted to switch it up after that i kind of wanted to try something different after talking to a few people who know a lot more about guns and ammunition than i do um he was telling me more about because i honestly didn't really know what was going on with that ammunition i know i really liked it when i was using it with my 300 wind mag and um so i just kind of stuck with it and just kind of you know stopped using my 3030 a little bit and uh started talking to him and he's more than likely that my issue was the lead so i started looking around for like a solid core or something that would mushroom really nice but wouldn't um break apart and i ended up finding um a new uh well new to me it hasn't been it's not that new but um hornady sells this lever evolution um round and it's it seems to be really good i've done some practicing with it now and it's it's really accurate uh bullets so it's got a soft tip um pointed tip for the 3030 uh especially well for most guys you know that most 3030 shells are like flat tops um just because it's usually a tubular magazine that you're shoving the bullets into so the tips touch the primer caps on the back while it goes into this magazine so for a pointed one it's kind of it's kind of never really been done because it'll you know that if you drop the gun then the point from the bullet behind it'll set up the set off the one in front of it because it's touching the primer cap um, but they've done they, they have this material they're using a material at the tip of the bullet that's soft enough that it, it can't um, ignite the primer cap if it's accidentally dropped or anything but it works really good for um, holding a good clean shot until it hits your animal and hornady has i mean their own exclusive powder anyways which is a lot it's it's definitely a lot nicer than a lot of the other companies because it gives it a little bit more like um, a little bit more speed and stuff like that so the bullets are traveling a little bit faster which i kind of noticed when i started shooting a little longer because usually like when i sight into 100 150 yards like i i did it with this gun here and i was shooting up to 100 yards in my 30 30 and with the new bullets i noticed it was just a little bit higher than my normal shots which was kind of nice to see so it was i i you know, but you zeroed it in, got it bang on. But I'm really happy to try this new ammunition. Uh, I'm really excited to see how it's going to hold up. It's supposed to uh, to mushroom, but stay solid, like the the majority of it. So I'm kind of excited to see what that's going to do on my first deer. I've heard, I've talked to a few people now that use it, and they absolutely love it. And then I know a, one guy. Um, who I work with and he is uh, like a gun collector and all of his friends are gun collectors and they know a lot about um, their guns and they do they like hand make ammunition and stuff like that and they actually all use this lever evolution Um, they've all switched to it they have a bunch of antique lever actions of all different calibers and they don't even hand make their own rounds for this kind of gun because this ammunition works so well for them so it's um, that's kind of really good to hear so when I after after trying the ammunition um and then talking to him about it again i was like okay like i'm really really sold on this like 
So I'm really excited to shoot a deer with it. Um, a couple of them have uh, harvested some deer in the past couple of years with the uh, Lever Evolution. They said it was a it was a perfect, um, solid, straight through shot with a good enough wound channel, like a like a good wound channel. It wasn't like a crazy one like the other bullets I was using, where it would you know blow up and you wouldn't have any lungs or heart or anything left inside, but you know it wouldn't poke through the other side. So really excited to give her a go and um since i only have a buck tag i'm really hoping to see some horns whether it's a spiker or not i'm just looking to fill my freezer um obviously if a big buck comes along i would love to get a shot at that again because i haven't shot um like a wall mount size deer um in about it's been about five years because facebook reminded me about that um for like the past seven days in a row of the pictures that i posted five years ago of, of my 10 points that i had mounted so it'd be really nice this year to to get a half decent buck but i'm really just looking to fill the freezer um tyler couldn't make it with me on this trip we were both supposed to come down but um he's uh he's he's busy trying to get ready for the next week's deer hunt so i didn't want to pressure him into having to come and and laura wishes she could come but uh she's stuck at work she uh she hasn't worked there long enough to get a good set of holidays going uh paid holidays so she can take the time off and then she doesn't get paid for it which really hurts um because you know life so uh and then my work schedule works out that i have four days off right now so it's only about an hour and 20 minutes away so i figured i'd fly down and go for a hunt with nick so i'm just burning some time on the trip down to talk this podcast through but um yeah and uh, also if you guys want to listen to a good podcast um i don't know if you guys have listened to it yet or haven't but i've been listening to uh, i went through most of the episodes that um ontario outdoor pursuit i think is their name oop um really good podcast they sound like a good group of guys um they're uh, also sponsored by kickaboo so definitely uh definitely give them a like just for that to go check them out but um no, they seem like a good group of guys. They uh, they definitely know what they're talking about through uh, doing like listening to their podcast about the different hunting and stuff like that. Um, and uh, they seem yeah they seem really cool. And if you guys want to listen to a cool podcast about hunting, it's uh, and another local one. It's uh, good to support local, so definitely head over check out their podcast. Um, give them a subscribe and even shoot them a comment and let them know who sent you. But uh, yeah, I definitely recommend that podcast to anybody's fun one especially would get you into the mood for hunting um and same with our podcast guys please subscribe please tell your friends about us um please share us definitely like to get a little bit bigger than where we are now um but i'm just having fun doing it i know it's been a little busy getting podcasts out there and i'm not getting them up as regularly um but joel from one rate is planning on coming on the podcast also ray from kickaboo is going to be coming on soon and so is kiki from bite the bullet uh, it's a jewelry company, and they're all, uh, well, two of them are from Canada, and Joel is from the States, so he's uh, he does have a camouflage uh, apparel that we wear. And, um, yeah, so I'd like to talk with everybody, and then I think this deer hunt I'm going to tag up with Neil uh, Dubosky from Fuel the Fire TV. He's starting up a podcast, and he's starting to do some pre-records, and uh, I think I'm going to hook up with him on the week of the deer hunt uh, one of the days, go over there and maybe record a podcast with him. So it should be a good year, hopefully. I'll keep you guys posted with everything that's happening, and definitely we'll have some podcasts with Nick on this hunt, on this deer hunt. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. This one's just going to be short and sweet. 
because by the time I started this podcast, it was not very far from Nick's house, and I am almost there. So I'll let you guys go. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast and my uh, solo rambling. But thank you again for listening, and um, wish me luck. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.